And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. I'm joined by the returning hero, Mr. Liam Hancock. I'm back, boys. How are you, mate? Hey, girls. Hey, girls, if there's any girls listening. Absolutely, there is. Can you you name one? We don't need to give names, but there are, no doubt. Um, Did you have a good weekend away, mate? I did. It was great. I'm sad to be back. Not here with you guys, but just back from the resort. Got some some rays, a couple of nice swims. I did, indeed. The weather wasn't so good for you, hey? Wasn't so good, but you make do with what you got. Should have gone this weekend. A beautiful weekend of weather down here in Tasmania at the minute. So Jeez. That's all right. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Also joining us, Roy Hancock. I'm back, Nick. How are we? Yes, mate. You're going to follow on from last week's good performance, you and I holding down the fort? Absolutely. And we're buzzing, especially today, because we've got a bit of basketball back, which we're keen for. We do. It's... Um... Are we buzzing, though? First game was Knicks and Pistons. It wasn't anything <laughs> won, to write yeah. home about. I think the Knicks got up by a couple in that Knicks one, didn't won, they? Um, no. Um, but but basketball back regardless. Can't complain at all. And the countdown is well and truly on until the actual proper season resumption. Yep. It was literally 10 days until it starts. 10 days. Unbelievable. So we have a huge episode in store for you guys today. We're going to recap some of the notable news, odds and ends throughout the week first. We're then going to give our early smokies and our, our picks for the, the major awards, yep. um, MVP, Rookie of the Year, etc. So I'm sure there'll be a few contrasting opinions on that one, but yeah, hopefully a couple of debates ensue on that. I'm sure. And then we'll bring it home with Entertainment Weekly. Yes, sir. Uh, before we get into it, guys, I want to give a shout out, not just because they're partnered with us, but yep. Intersport. Mm, um, huge. Big love to our Hobart and Kingston store that we're partnered with, Yep. but also Intersport in general. Uh, during the week... Oh, here we go. During uh, the week, <laughs> I don't think this is a conflict of interest, but uh, oh. enter the competition. Um, and say it was the whole of Intersport. It wasn't whole just... Of Intersto- well, bleh, whole of Intersport Australia-wide. Yep. Uh, won myself an, a new basketball hoop. Oh. 800, worth $800. Oh, that's so, you, that's incredible. Uh, what it, uh, no, I'm in contact. It should be here hopefully yeah. soon, but... Um, I tell you what, there's no excuse for us to be slackers on the uh, on the courts now, is there? No, you've got to put in work now. I'm going to be putting in some serious time. But, uh, yeah, just a shout-out there. It's, uh, you know, it, partnership's paying off, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, great stuff there. So, you know, I really appreciate it into sport. So for any of you guys, especially in the lead-up to Christmas, if you're looking to, uh, you know, get a gift for yourself or a loved one, yep. uh, be sure to pop into Intersport and they will be happy to... Sort you out. Geez, their basketball range is growing though, isn't it? Also, that ties in, you may see for any of our Tasmanian listeners, mm. uh, the Hobart and Kingston store, it's up at Hobart at the minute, but we now have a, uh, a nice promotional poster of ourselves just on the front there. Yep. Uh, big Daily Dribble logo, where you can find all of our social platforms. It's looking the business, isn't it? We're happy with it, very happy with it. Nice to get a bit of exposure, particularly in a busy part of the city down here. Absolutely. Just so go can... check it out for the funds of it. Centre point near Dimmicks, that's what I always go to. That's it. Who doesn't know where Dimmicks is? Everyone knows town. where Dimmicks is. Probably our US <laughs> listeners, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you can see it as well on our socials at the minute, so be sure to check that out. We are absolutely stoked with it. Yep. And uh, 
Yeah, big shout out to Intersport. Fellas, odds and ends, let's get into it. Kick us off, Nick. I bet it's some NBL news. Do, do you Always want me to start? Is. I'll start with the NBL start news. With okay. NBL. So, uh, Aussie Boomer, Jock Landau, has signed name? with Melbourne United for the upcoming season. Uh, it's a one year deal, so I guess he'll be hoping for a really big season to catapult him back into the, the NBA scene. He spent the last few years uh, with the Hawks and the Bucks for their summer league campaigns. So, you know, he's only 25, the 6 foot 11. Plays power forward centre. Uh, I think he could really be looking at a breakout year in the league. 25 years of age as well. Plenty of upside when you're at that age. And coming from a... What, did you say he was in the summer league in the, in the NBA? Yeah, with the Hawks and yeah. Bucks. And he's, he's an Aussie boomer. So yeah. um, a huge signing there. One of probably Australia's brightest stars at the minute. Yep, for sure. No, that's huge. Um, I've, uh, James Harden news. We seem to be oh. talking about him on a weekly basis, and to a certain extent I'm quite sick of mentioning his name, but throughout the week he's come up with another few teams which he wouldn't mind being traded to, um, the Milwaukee Bucks oh, and the and Miami Heat. Joins the 76ers I, and the Nets as teams that were, I guess, location targets for him. Have we noticed that he only wants to join Eastern Conference contenders? Yes, he well, wants to get out of that that difficult West. Conference. He's not getting past LeBron and AD, is he? In the West, thing. so. Um, but I think like it's really kind of disappointing for any of you guys who kept up with our socials and the NBA throughout the week. Um, he was meant to be at a training camp on the Sunday, opted to uh, to go to the clubs in Atlanta, bypassed Houston and went back to Vegas. He so did. he's um, he's gone on a Dennis Rodman esque trip at the moment. Well, he has. He's really channeled the uh, the last dance. But the, I think the reason why people are angry, like, you know, players can want out, that's all good. But the way he's going about it with the whole coronavirus situation, yeah, um, you know, good. he's not wearing a mask. He's not. He's showing complete and utter negligence. Yeah. Um, and it kind of ties in, I guess, um, this point here. Carl Anthony Towns revealed he's lost seven family members yeah, from COVID. That's devastating. Yeah, uh, just in that? the last eight months, for a guy of 25, it just shows the severity of the virus, and then yep. we, on the opposite side, we see Harden um, just with complete disregard at the minute. Mm. You've got still got people, over, particularly in America, who are, I'm not saying everyone, This is, but there's certainly people there who d- don't believe that the coronavirus is a um, real illness and yep. something that's taking lives, and you just see this kind of thing with Carl Anthony Towns losing this many family members, and you just shake your head. It's also feel real sorry, I guess, a kind of, Back part of this is Stephen Silas, the new coach of the Rockets. Mm, Um, You know, a guy who's finally got his chance in the big leagues or as a head coach, and your franchise, your face of the franchise has gone walkabouts. Yeah, it's Uh, not a good look. Not ideal at all. He's got his hands full, that guy. So I certainly think he's going to have his work cut out for him in his first season as head coach, and yeah, who knows how this this will unfold. I'll tell you who has their hands filled with money. And that's Paul George. Oh, wow. He signs a four-year, $190 million contract with the Clippers, which... That's that's nuts, isn't it? With the Clippers, it was just like a bit weird. Five years, $226 million with the 35 years. There's a four-year and he had one one year on his contract. Okay, here's a bit of trivia for you guys. Yep, Um, So, as you said, that contract has equaled the largest contract in NBA history based on average annual value. At forty four point right. one million over that yeah. five years, so that's what he's going to average. Oh, okay. Do you know who he is equal with for that that forty four point one million? Oh, forty four point one million. Maybe. Um, would it be someone like a uh, Steph? Go. Yeah, I was going to say either Curry or Harden. No one, no. I'll mm. give you one more chance. Put you put the two noggins together. 
Oh. Toby was getting paid a lot. Not I think it was a, was it a ridiculous play getting this contract, or was it, were they legitimately it's, good? It's it's a warranted. <sighs> yeah. No. LeBron. No, he's in K- the top five. KD. No, it was Dame Lillard. What Dame? He's, How much did he get? Yeah, he's on forty-four point one million a year. Jeez. Average, well, average. Um, over how many years? Well, he, I think it was five years five as well. Years. So they call him Dame Dollar for a but reason. But nevertheless, Paul George. How about this though? Did you hear during the week how he was calling out oh, Doc yeah, Rivers, Doc. kind mm. of, I guess, blaming him for you know hitting the side of the backboard and just throwing up bricks? Mm. Um, so ordinary. And to- Doc, I guess, kind of fired back saying. You know, Ty Lu, the guy who's head coach, was sitting next to me. So, yeah, you know, yeah. nothing's going to change here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, been, of... it's weird because ever since he's really, ever since he's left, left Indiana, my interest and uh, a bit of my respect has just gone down for him. I don't know. He's got his head too high or something. I don't want to use, like, it's a touchy subject, but in the bubble when we heard he was, you know, struggling mm. with mental health and all that, you know, we all kind of felt for him. Yeah. And fair enough, too, mm. you know, it was a, certainly a difficult situation. Mm. But the way now he's completely passing the buck, I would have yep. loved, you know, I would have had all the respect in the world if he came out and said, you know, I played poorly, yeah. I mucked up, that's my bad. Yeah. I'm going to improve. But he didn't. Look to better myself instead of passing the blame. Uh, really disappointed. And even as a Lakers fan, it only adds to this. But I really hope the Clippers go down this year. Oh, so do um, I. You know, they got too big for their bridges last year. And like, who is there? Is Zubac going to be, or did you said they got Batum? Like, who's going to be their big Barker? Man? Oh, yeah, Barker. Big yeah. Surge. Um, PG did say that he was back with his trainer that was training him during his top three MVP season. Uh, so good. he's expecting to come out firing. But, geez, we don't, as you said, Nick, we really don't like players passing the buck when they've performed terribly as he did in the playoffs. Um, so it's going to take a little while to gain that respect back from him. Speaking of money, uh, the Mavs have released J.J. Barea, mm. had a stellar career with the Mavs 11 seasons, but as a little parting gift for his contributions to the franchise, um, Mark Cuban gave him a, a $2.6 million veteran minimum contract so that he's he's getting paid this year. He's been released, yep. but he's getting that money. So It just adds to the ever-growing list of reasons while Mark Cuban is the best owner in the league. He's, he's an incredible businessman. And he's it seems like an bloke. incredible person yeah. as well. So he, JJ Barrera hasn't been picked up by anyone Not or anything. Yet, no. And Willie, how would you feel if your so. boss said, you know, you, you know, you're on the d- way out, but yep. you deserve how much? Two, two and a half million. Two point five. It's yeah, a redundancy. It's him. Absolutely, yes, it is right. So <laughs> it's good stuff there, and well warranted. Who's, who's got news, um, row? Yeah, uh, l- circle. Nick tries to take. Over <laughs> Sorry, I get excited. I was licking his lips. He was ready to go. Um, I saw throughout the week that LeBron has been named the Time Athlete of the Year, mm. and really, is it any surprise that he's won this award? He's 36 years of age, and he's taken out the championship. Um, top two in the MVP race, and you know, 36 years of age, we should be surprised at this point, but we're just not. The it's analogy of a fine wine comes back again, doesn't does. it? It's yep. just like who can, who can compete with that? Who who else would you have on your list? I don't follow NFL or anything, but like, who else is there? It's a, it's a, yeah. Just sorry, no. I, I, I digress slightly. <laughs> no, but, yeah, we can't think of anyone. There's like, but just speaking of these athletes as they get older. Like we're in kind of a golden age with LeBron. We've got Tom Brady who's still performing yeah, right. at, at an elite level. Kind of feels like 35's to new 30, doesn't it? it does. to, for, like for some of these athletes. They make anyway. it look good. How old's Ronaldo these days? Oh, he's yeah. 35 too, and he's still arguably the best player in the world. Um, Messi, 33. So, 
you know, doing incredible things. It mm. gives hope that, you know, we're not going to be one and done at 30, <laughs> doesn't it, right? Yeah, which go. 30 is coming up quicker than... Uh, Please don't mention this. <laughs> I've Please. got some news, though. Take it away, Lee. We've got some fans that will be um, filling the arena. I don't know about filling, but they'll be there for five of the NBA teams. We've got fans um, coming to Rockets games, Jazz, Grizzlies, Pelicans, and Magic. So they'll be there. <laughs> Jeez, so it's, it's not the five best teams you could hope for, but no. it, it's still good to see, I guess, positive steps to getting fans back yeah. in the arenas and yeah. creating some atmosphere. Um, so can you give that to me one more time, those five? We've got Rockets, Jazz, Grizzlies, Pelicans and Magic. So Pelicans, Pelicans would be good. So only the one Eastern team there, the Magic. Magic. Wow, okay. Well, that's exciting. So hopefully yeah. we, that's, a, I guess, a stepping stone to build on for other teams. Absolutely. Um, I guess as a step backwards, we had a couple of COVID um, positives this week. How yeah. many? What, like eight? Yeah. Uh, there was a few. The only I've only got a couple of names here. I know the 76ers had um, veteran Mike Mike Scott and rookie Tyrese Maxey. Um, they also had one unnamed player who had an inconclusive result. All three aren't with the team at the moment. But no. again, reiterating the point, like this virus is still looming large in the US. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's still got to be the proper protocol and, you know, actions taken. Yep. Uh, the NBA is prohibiting teams from resting healthy players for nationally nationally televised games. Mm. 100K fines will apply. Again, just a sign that the NBA, after how much money was lost last year, mm. is really looking to make the most of their 72-game schedule this year. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about that? 100K. Jeez, uh, is it 100K Ooh. fine? Kawhi's not... <laughs> Because he's like the main yeah, suspect. He's, he's going to lose a bag if he decides to sit yeah. out on. They could. They 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 can lose that bag, especially if, players like Kawhi. Oh, that's it. For, is it for a game, hundred k game? It's yeah. a lot, but oh, it's a great thing for an NBA fan's perspective, isn't it? You're you're probably most likely going to see the star players playing more regularly than they would have otherwise. But and they don't have that many televised games. I think the Lakers have fifteen as the most. So sixteen, te- I think. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. yeah, a lot of teams have zero, one. So. I think they'll pull through. They can still rest on other nights. Yeah, um, yep, absolutely. Last piece of news. I've, no, I want to go, go with the topic that I want to see your guys' views on it. Um, this was the Nets and Kyrie being fined 25K for not speaking to media. What, cause, what was his words? It's I've got of, it here. I'm, I'm he said, I, d- I do not want to talk to, my por- to pawns. My attention is worth more. I yeah. like that. And I saw Kevin Love fire back saying, you know, he labelling like anyone it. as a pawn is kind of... Disrespectful. Like, and it's disrespectful. And oh, Such a typical Kyrie Irving uh, thing to say. I'm sick of this guy at this point. Such a polarising player, isn't yeah. he? Because part of you wants to cheer him on and love him because his ball handling is second <laughs> to none. He's an yeah. absolute wizard with the ball. And yet you can't help but want to despise the guy because yeah. his off-court antics are just... At, it's almost overshadowed it what he can do yeah. on the court. Okay, yeah. let me ask you this. So the way he's going about it isn't good, but what do you see in his decision about not talking to the media? Do well, not like it. What reason does he not want to talk to the media? Yeah, I, I think know, once again he as, doesn't want to. As for, as <laughs> as for everything that Kyrie Irving does, it seems to be an attention seeking act. Yeah. Um, so you know. I'm not surprised that he said it, to be honest. Um, he seems to want to create headlines, good or bad, for himself. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I'm really not surprised that he's come forward and said it. Such a Kyrie Irving what, thing to say. Okay, what if it was LeBron saying he doesn't, he's not going to talk to the media anymore just because they want their own personal space and they want to live a life? I know it's their job, but Kyrie is an easy target because he goes for these headlines. So what if it was LeBron? I'll answer I, that question. I don't me. think you can compare anyone to LeBron because he's a different animal, isn't he? Yeah, well, if like, he said, if he, I'm asking if I, he said I, I'm not I talking just to the feel, media. I just feel like if you're an NBA player, though, it comes with the territory that you have to front up to yeah, these I think it's in their contract, which is why you got fined. And the fact is, if LeBron's doing it, there's probably, like I know, there's probably a reason to it, whether it's standing up for social justice yeah. or whatever it is. There's probably a reason for it besides being a little brat. Yes, um, yeah. And it comes back to, as well, Kyrie during the week saying um, with KD, he's the only player who he would who can actually make a shot yeah. in the final seconds. What a disgrace. LeBron fired back, you know, that yeah. kind of hurt him. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Kyrie's just... I i don't know whether to love or hate him. He knows what he's doing in terms of the things that he says in front of the media. Yes, yeah, um, And to important people. He knows what's going to get headlines. And once again, he's he said the right thing to blow up the media world, that's for sure. Certainly. Last uh, one the from the only thing mate. is with that is I, I don't fully agree with him, but I can see his point of not wanting to speak to the media because they're rats. They're little seagulls. You saw in the MJ document. Yeah. I know it's part of their contract and I think it is a bit unreasonable of him coming out and saying he's not speaking to him. But, but is there part of... I can see why he like, doesn't want to. I know, you know, I, I keep bringing up LeBron and he is, he's a different breed. Yeah. But, like, there's never... You know, he, he gives the media his time. He kind of respects them. Um, and there's never really any backlash to a certain extent because he does kind of play the game with them. Yeah. Whereas a player who doesn't like Kyrie, they're certainly going to... Anything he does wrong, they're going to really nail down yeah. on. Well, he can't backtrack on that now because it's already... He's just got to deliver on the court now, doesn't he? Yeah. Last one from me and a guy who hopefully can deliver for you, lay on the court, mm. uh, Westbrook, in mm-hmm. classic Russell Westbrook fashion, showed up early to his first practice and really set the tone from reports. Yeah, we're, we're uh, going to probably win the whole title. <laughs> well, the more I think about it, the more I'm excited to see the Wizards play. I think yeah. they've got a really nice combination of build and wall. If they can kind of gel together and the young core around them, I think they're uh, in good shape, Lee. So yeah. a lot to be positive Look about out. as a Wizards fan. For sure. Fellas, do you have anything else for odds and ends? That's about it. Jam-packed week, but we move ahead. We move ahead to our season season awards preview. I guess picks. Yeah. Um, now, if you're a betting man or woman... Listen to me. Do, do you, <laughs> we, we really should have had something right in on this. Yeah, this will be interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see who we go for here. But so what we're going to do, guys, we're going to give our sixth man of the year, most improved coach of the year, rookie of the year... Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, and we've also added in the scoring title. Yep. Um, we'd love for you guys to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, email us. You can find us all at the Daily <laughs> Dribble. That one always makes me laugh. Faxus. Faxus, um... yeah. Um, get in touch with us. We'd love to know who you guys think will pick up these major awards, whether you agree, disagree with yep. us, or let us know. Yeah. Um, if you disagree with us, tell us why. Tell, you know, Nick, we love tell Nick. You, he can take it. I can take it. I'll no, fire can, back at you if you say. No, you won't, mate. We uh, respect our uh, listeners. Uh, nah, I respect them, but I'm going to fire back. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> if On the Daily Dribble account, we need to start putting, when we reply, little slash with our name onto it. So oh, if yeah. one of us is a dick, they don't think all three of us are a dick. Yeah, yeah, probably not a bad idea. Yeah. 
What what order are you going to do it in? Because we could go mo- like Let's least exciting, six. like coach of the year to most exciting. Okay. I think six man of the year is quite exciting. Okay. Well, let's start with coach of the year. Coach then. of the year is yeah. just saying. Right. You, you kick start us late. Look, I haven't got many notes for my coach of the year because I've already talked about him a lot in a past episode, but it's Spo. And yeah. I, I think if you if you want to know my real reasons, go back to that debate episode. But Spo, you won by the skinny teeth. Didn't I, you? I won by a mile, bloody mile. But um, Spo, <laughs> he, he took them. He didn't single handedly take them, but it was a big reason to um, why they went to the finals mm-hmm. versus the Lakers last year. They've got that um, that heat culture. Hi. Um, here it is. Here we go. Back. Yes, it is. <laughs> he gets a, like I said. You can watch that. So he gets the most out of every player. He never leaves a player out. Um, and I think this is a That's year. That's a lie. Who? Who's he? We didn't about? say you Donis Haslam on the uh, oh, floor, did no, we? No, but he's like a he's like a Jared Dudley. Supports <laughs> he's there for the team morale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think it's Spo's turn to take home that one. Right. Yep. Uh, no bias, but I've gone with Brad Stevens, Boston Celtics coach. I think for the last few seasons, he's been there or thereabouts in the Coach of the Year awards. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celtics have finished quite well, but there's been other other coaches who have taken it out, and there's obviously been a narrative involved for each one of them. Um, I'm expecting, um, particularly given that Jason Tatum's about to elevate himself, I think, into superstardom, and you've got Jalen Brown who's ready to take another step. I think Boston Celtics... I reckon the Eastern Conference Finals, at, at the least, I reckon they're either making that or they're going to the finals. Um, and I think that'll sort of help. Um, Brad you think they're going to the finals? I don't think it's past them, to be honest. There is a path there. As there is a path. It's yeah. cut, but it is, there is a path. Yeah. And it will obviously be, be depending on what, where they finish at the end of the regular season as well. Yep. But I think um, they'll, they'll have a very good regular season. I, I think particularly given he hasn't won it before and he's been there or thereabouts over the last few seasons. I think he's put himself in a very good position to take it out this year. Um, and I think I've, I was looking at the previous coaches of the year. It doesn't happen very often that the coach wins it, you know, multiple times. Mm. Um, so I think they're always looking for a new sort of yeah. up-and-coming yep. coach to give it to. So I think Brad Stevens, without much bias, um, will take it out this year. Here we go. Nick's going to say Frankie Virgin. No, I no think this... oh, he's going with Nick Nurse, isn't he? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> so typical. No, here we go. My coach of the year, bit of a left field pick, I think. I've gone Scott Brooks for the Wizards. Oh, okay. Wow. So, You're hear me out. Got balls, it, Nick. Yeah, yeah. If nothing else, okay. I like picking a roughie. Um, I think if you can implement a system correctly that gets the best out of Wall and Bill. Yep. No, um, Westbrook. Not Wall's not there anymore, bud. Oh, I'm st- <laughs> Dear <laughs> yeah, we've been building to this wall for two years. It's impregnated <laughs> in my mind. Um, Westbrook and Bill, yes. if he yep. can get a system that gets the best out of both, especially Westbrook, mm-hmm. um, I think if he can nurture the talent around them, the young talent and ruin Denny, and if they could, I think there's a path if it all clicks with mm-hmm. Bertans, um, you know, Bryant, if they could finish... Oh, challenging for home court up in fifth, sixth region. Yeah. Yeah. I think due to how much they've improved the growth and if they've made considerable strides in their young players' development, mm-hmm. I think he could be a bit of a, a roughie. Yep. Okay. Um, you know, I certainly don't think he's as clear a cut choice as, as a Spolster or a Stevens, but mm-hmm. I think just because he's starting from further back, the growth we see will be yep. more evident. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know who I did see a lot of um, people predicting coach of the year. Yeah, Steve Nash. 
Yeah, everyone right. thinks because yeah, right. it, it's so much potential with KD and Kyrie coming back. He has he's, a, he's not even really coaching, is he? He's just managing personalities, I reckon. Oh God, pretty much. But that's a big ask. Yeah. I did see a lot of that. One of the obvious choices I saw was Frank Vogel, but another interesting stat that I saw was that throughout LeBron James's career, only one of his coaches has ever won the Coach of the Year award, and that was Mike Brown back in two thousand and seven or eight. It's hard to, isn't it, when you've got a generational talent? Like it kind of takes away from. It does. What you do yeah. and he i guess lebron almost plays as a coach at times yeah so it does take away if we're chucking a smoky out there which i might just chug out quickly do it i reckon monty williams the phoenix suns is yes. going to be up there particularly yes. if phoenix finish i they go i reckon they're going to have to finish at the lowest okay. maybe uh, to, for mm. him to win the coach of the year award they're going to yeah. have to finish like fifth yeah at the lowest i think so and again yeah. they're a team like washington where with that core they've got, there is a pathway there. Yeah. Um, in the West, it's certainly a lot harder. Uh, if I'm going to Smokey on top of my kind of already, I guess, Midnight Smokey. Horse. Um, oh, Luke Walton. No, yeah. no, oh, not no, the no, wife. Because if he can completely switch and play the way I've wanted him to, which with this team is pace, pace, pace. Yeah. Um, and again, he's got the talent to nurture in Fox, Halliburton now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just the biggest thing is they just need to play quicker. Yeah. And if you can really maximise the skill and talent they've got in their squad, in the West, they're probably not making the playoffs. But if they somehow string together however many wins and creep into the the top eight, there could be a chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, Coach of the Year, a couple of interesting picks there. Mm-hmm. Did you see me going with Brooksy there, Lee? No, not, not at all. I was left field. No, and I don't really have any Smokies. What I would like to see... And I don't think he'll win Coach of the Year, but I would like to see um, Lloyd Pierce do a bit more, and he'll have to with his boys over at Atlanta. It's mm. kind of that's a, that is a good no smoke horse actually. Now, is it? Oh, okay. My smoke is Lloyd Pierce. That, that's a good smoky because they've finished last in this previous season, mm. and now they've you know recruited some of these players who should definitely elevate them near the playoff, you know, the playoff picture, mm. I guess. Um, so if they manage to finish, you know, fifth. Maybe even six going from last in the East last yeah. season. Jeez, that he, finished he last. Think no, so. yeah. no, not no, last. Yeah, I think no. they did. I think Knicks, they did. No, Knicks didn't. Did the Caps? I'll get back to you. I'll <laughs> oh, get hold back on. To you. Yeah, because when you said that, I was thinking, no, they couldn't have, could they? they I think that's did. embarrassing. I really, yeah. Well, I think it is a good pick because they do have the talent now oh. around Trey and. And they've like got for him. It's really a big year to see. They've got Trey, but they've got no blown out superstars to take that stardom of coach of the year. So, to, oh yeah, I'm with like yeah. a LeBron. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Rose taking his oh, taking L. Sorry, it, I, I did. Lie, I did lie there. Yeah. I did. They weren't far off that one game off at Cleveland. Finished yeah. last, but Atlanta yeah. were only a game ahead of them, so they still. Or JB Bickerstaff with the Cavs certainly isn't winning coach of the year, so we can write him. <laughs> blame, I wouldn't have thought. Blame so. Bembles. Fellas, let's move ahead to sixth man of the year. Has he been dropped yet? He's got traded. No, he's still there. He got traded? Yeah, DeAndre did. To where? Can't actually remember. Did he go to the Kings? Something like that. Doesn't really matter where he went because he's not going to provide anything. All right, next one. All right, I'll kickstart us with sixth man of the year. Go for it. Uh, A guy who I loved initially. Yep. Um, and then he's broken my heart quite a few times on 2K. Oh, here we go. I've gone Jordan Clarkson. Oh, okay. I love now, this guy. averaged 15 points a game last year across around 24 minutes. Uh, I can certainly see him being the real focal point of this second unit, averaging, you know, 17 to 18 points a game. 
Um, yep, he's really got range from three. I think he's, you know, I think he's one of the better sixth men. Yep. And I think this year will really be a chance for him to step up. Um, yeah. Jordan I like Clarkson. that pick. Yeah. Yep, that's and, good. And I think because he's in Utah as well, it kind of bodes better for him. Not such a big market team. 100%. Uh, when we saw with the Lakers, he was a decent player, but nothing standout. But I think in Utah, there's the right level of kind of, I guess, pressure and not pressure to a certain mm. extent. So yeah. I think this year could be a real real coming out for him. I've gone with Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. Um, has already shown his ability to contribute as a part of the starters, and he's you know provided quite a lot whilst Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant have been out. Um, I think he will still get plenty of minutes. Uh, he'll probably be in high rotation with Karis LeVert. Kyrie Irving, depending on if he stays healthy, Um but the thing with Spencer Dinwiddie is I think he's a starting caliber type player. I think on yep. most teams he'd be a starting player. So him up against the second stringers um, of the opposing team, he's, he's, he's going to wreak havoc. So I think he's a fairly good um, odds pick to, to win the six-man this year. It would have been interesting had the James Harden to Nets trade have gone through, package Dinwiddie, Levert, Allen maybe, how he would have gone... Well, they've got Wall now, but how he would go as like a, I would a have, starting player? I would have put him as most improved almost if he, if he or Karis LeVert had gone to the gone to the Rockets in exchange mm-hmm. for James Harden. Geez, they would have got a big role there, and they would have yeah they would have put up bulk amount of um, points. Great pick, right, Lee? When I was thinking about um, who to pick for this, my first thought was obviously Dennis Schroeder, and then I thought, no, nah, he's probably going to be doing a bit of starting and a bit yeah. of bench playing. Then I went, oh, Spencer Dinwiddie, he's moving to the bench. And then I thought, how much time is he going to get on court, though, with KD in his spot or in his respective spot? And then I thought of a name who you're probably going to bash me for, but I'm sticking by it. Go on, then. Carmelo Anthony. Oh. I'm putting up Carmelo for that six man. You think they've they've just picked up Rob Cove. Yep. And Carmelo last year was already averaging, you know, a good good stat line behind Dane Millard and CJ McCollum. He wasn't, you wasn't know, resurgent, wasn't it? It was. Him. He, he, he averaged fifteen points, about six rebounds, and a bit tick under two assists. But coming off that bench um, behind Rob Cove, like I think he could do some damage, and I think he's going to be the sixth. <laughs> That's man. a bold I did, pick. I didn't like. I kind of saw names who. Could be considered again. Mm. Again, you have Lou Williams, yeah. um, these players. But that's Carmelo. I I like that. That's kind of the equivalent of my Scott Brooks pick. Like left left field. I like that. Turning thirty-seven mid-season. So imagine that. Mm. Got his old big for him. Old boy. (laughs) But but once again, the the same as I was mentioning with Spencer Dinwiddie, Carmelo Anthony will be a class above any opposing um, small forward or power forward that he goes up against. I think. Good, yeah, that's, um, that's that's nice. I like that. Yeah, I well do. done. Thanks. Um, let's. Any smokies? Uh, not for that one. No. No, I just uh, choose six one. Um, I'd maybe s- a. I'd say. Uh, I hope if Schroeder doesn't start, I think it'll be Schroeder. It's not really a smoky, is he? No. <laughs> Matty Delavadova. <laughs> yeah, bring that home. Oh, we love the um, goat. Let's go ahead to defensive player of the year. Yep. Now I'm not sure if we'll be unanimous across the board, but I've gone AD. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Oh, yeah, it just yeah. feels. I so, won't go too much into yeah. it, but it feels like 
at his time. Finished um, second Le- last year. Finished second if LeBron sits a little more this year. Yeah, well, we um, saw in the playoffs and um, in the finals especially, we saw AD kind of not take the reins, but it was LeBron wasn't minding him at all, yeah. stepping mm. above his league, you know. Yep. I think he's um, well, well on the cards. I'll go against the grain here. I think um, for Giannis this year, he'll win the defensive player of the year. I think there will be some voters fatigue for their MVP side of things. I don't think so much for the defensive player of the year. I think the inclusion of Drew Holiday will probably elevate Giannis's defensive game even more. He'll probably feed off Drew Holiday's defensive energy and um, he's always the type of player who will get noticed both offensively and defensively. Yeah. So I'm 100% certain he'll be top three in that award and I think um, particularly given the recruit of Drew Holiday, which will help him defensively. Um, he's going to, I reckon he's going to take it out. But yeah, it could go, I reckon it could go one of three to four ways. Yeah. I reckon yeah. AD, obviously. Going Bears go always going to collect the boards and just be a menace. Um, Kawhi Leonard will be up there again. I'd ben lo- Simmons. Yeah, I'd love ben to Simmons. see Ben, that's my smoke here. I'd love to see a, not a big man win it, and I'd love to see Ben Simmons win it. Top three perimeter defender in the league. I think he could really. Not be a smoky because he's he is well known for his defense, but I yeah. think he could be a bit Actually, of a dark I'm going ahead and I'm I I'm changing my defense. Oh, he's going with an because like AD. Yeah. Yeah. I like going for an under horse, but I... An under horse? An underdog. 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 I like going for an underdog. Maybe make that. Make that something. Under horse. Yeah. Like a dark underdog. A dark yeah. horse underdog. Pick up, that, okay. and, that's, that's fetch, isn't it? <laughs> and he was second, but I was just something thinking like, like oh, a big man's won it for like the last yeah. decade. Um, But I'm going to go and say Benny Simmons will. Not giving any Rudy, any Rudy Gobert love, are we? I mentioned and, his name, in and that when movie. we when we go yeah. back on an episode and review this, I'm I just I'm putting in I'm locking in Ben Simmons. Right. I tell you what though, these bold calls make your name. Like you you might look back on this in a year's time and go, shit, I actually won that. <laughs> I, um, well, what was the what was the one I had start of the year? Yeah, the heat. Yeah. yeah, you can. It's really make or break, mm. isn't it? You just need one good one. My big one is uh, Josh Giddy. That's that the, was that's big. the horse I'm going to ride till next year's draft. And the um, amount of respect I had for you, Nick, after you predicted that Miami. Yeah. Would, I know they didn't no, end up winning the title, but they went <laughs> they went very far. Really where where legends are made in the podcast game, isn't it? It is. Um great picks there, fellas. Let's look ahead to most improved. Interesting. Uh, Ro- I'll kick us off. Yeah, you kick us off. Or I can, okay. No. Ro- I haven't kick I haven't kicked us you off. You kicked us off the first one. No, you did. No, you did, mate. You were coach. Oh, that's a boring Deary one. Deary me. Okay. I've I've gone with um <laughs> I've gone with Shay Gil oh. Alexander as my, my as my pick. Um I thought he could <laughs> I thought he could be a potentially obvious option for um the most improved player this year, given that he's gonna be one of the only players who can score for OKC this year. They've obviously yeah. Gotten rid of pretty much their whole Got squad. Got rid of everyone. Chris Gallinari, Cole, Gallinari Adams, everyone. Mm. Um, so I think in his third year, he's going to take a leap to the next level. He averaged 19 last year. So to an extent, he's already improved his game. He went from 10 points in his first year to 19 in his second. But given that CP3 and Gallinari are out, um, I think he could elevate himself to a 23 to 25 point player. Um, I think he might take a similar leap to that of Brandon Ingram, who yeah. already improved, but given he had more responsibility, I think he 
he made the most of that, and I think, um, yeah, he's going to be a fairly safe option for one of the top contenders for most improved. Lee, I've got a question to you because your pick was Shea as well. I want to go over my things. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, man. Come on. Perk up. <laughs> I, I want to um, go. That's why I wanted to go first. Oh, this come is... on. Don't be grumpy. He was happy with uh, it. Okay, then my question. Do you think most improved, do you think Dort could take away a few votes from him? Because he'll he'll have a quite a, that's, that's a, a good big point. role now. That's a good point. Won't he? Um, I didn't actually think about that. I, I sort of you know, left him in the, the rear. I questions. did think about him, but I don't think he'll take away points from him. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I still think he's going to be the main option for that certainly. team. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. They've, like Rose said, they've literally traded everyone away. It's a given that they'll probably be god-awful this year, but Shea's the re- only real player on the roster, so it's his chance to take that leap. He's probably playing north of 35 minutes each game. Mm-hmm. His assists... Almost will, has to play 48. His yeah, assists will, this point. <laughs> his assist will skyrocket without Chris Pohl there. But who's 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 going to shoot and score? <laughs> Well, how many shots? Ten, ten assists to Shay. <laughs> no, off, I, I'm, all of I'm saying I think he'll he'll be a twenty-five, five and five player. Yeah, okay. And I yep. think he'll yeah, be yeah. similar, like Rose said, to Brandon Ingram in the way that um, he has to take more responsibility. Take more responsibility, yeah. but I think it'll be a similar, also a slim, similar situation to Devontae Graham in that he's really the going to be the main the player on do, that team. Do we think he's a Western... Uh, oh, they're not having the All-Star game this no. year. I, I was about to say, is he going to be a Western are they All-Star? the teams, I think, oh, just because it yeah. adds, like, for contracts and yeah. things like that, they'll probably announce that they just won't play. I'll tell you what, if you average 25, 5-5, five five, as Lee predicted... How would you not make the the all star team insane? Bell made thirty, oh. got thirty. Is that who you're going to go yes, for? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> did Devin Booker even get in in the end? I think he, he made because yeah, uh, when Dame, down, yeah. Dame, yeah, that's it. Okay, my pick, fellas. Not Interesting. Shay. It's not Shay. It's not Shay. A guy who really just elevated himself in the playoffs, and I think he's now primed. I know. Who do you reckon? Jamal. Yes. Oh. Jamal Murray, I think he's gone yep. from, Good he pick. has the potential to go from star to superstar this yep. year. Yep. Perfect, perfect piece alongside Jokic. Can see him being a 28 points per game scorer. Just yeah. the way he That's was huge, yeah. able to take control so effortlessly. Um, he's got it inside. He's got it from range. Uh, again, when you've got, and I think they've got good pieces around him. Mm. Um, yep. Like Jokic, they're probably 1A and 1B at the minute. I don't think it's one and two. I think he's right next to Jokic nearly. Jokic is still probably at the head. Do you think he has the ability to overtake Jokic as the leader for that team? This year, if he can go to superstar, there'll be more of a discussion. Um, But I think Jokic is just so different in the way he goes about things. Like a big man who has the ball handling and passing skills Mm -hmm. of him is just second to none. And he's been great for a while as well. But I'm going to throw out a smoky. Yep. Uh, Markel Fultz. Yeah, I think he yeah, made okay. a considerable leap last year after it looked like he wasn't even an NBA player. Yeah. I think if he can build on that, get a con- more consistent shot, should have plenty of opportunity in Orlando. Yep. Can see him being a bit of a... Uh... I've got I've got two smokies, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I've got um, 
Jamal Murray's teammate in Michael Porter Jr. Yep. going to take a huge um, increase in playing minutes. That guy's just got confidence brimming. He does, particularly with Jeremy Grant on his way out, um, who's gone to Detroit. He's going to get a lot more opportunity to shine. The other person is OG Ananobi from the Toronto Raptors. Great pick. Um, had Serge Ibaka on the way out over the offseason. Also, Marcus Sowell. So, he, once again, another player who's going to have increased responsibility and increased minutes. And in the time that he did get um, in this past season, he did look like he was going to be a valuable player for them. So, um, I reckon he's one to watch out for. And I, I'm going to go for two as well if we're on the two train. Well, are we? <laughs> we are now. We're making it up as we go. Uh, my first one is... Um, Gary Trent Jr., I think, Ooh, in yeah. the bubble. He was knocking down threes from range. I don't mind it. He was, did a hell of a job on LeBron. He did. He was looking very like even, like you said, on the defensive end. And my second one is, and I'm not sure about this, but I'm going to say my second one's Kobe White because yep, I was... think he has a lot to prove. And he even last year we saw glimpses of him being over good. We saw him being great, and I think he can translate this to – this upcoming he, season. He was one that I was definitely considering as well. He went through that purple patch, and I know it's going to come down to consistency for Kobe White, but I reckon he'll be right up there as well. Very good, fellas. We've got a couple to go. Uh, rookie of the year. Lee, you kick us off. <laughs> I will indeed. Let me get my notes up. Oh, oh, come you got to stand up. Oh, well, I'm so used to not being chose first, but I'm going with my, my boy, Lamelo Bowl. Yeah, he's gonna win it. I don't even care what you say. I think he's the best in this draft that's been picked, and out of everything this upcoming season, I'm probably most excited to see him play. Not out of all the players, but that's just um, out of the top three drafts. I think Lamelo is being asked the most out of him. He's gonna have the ball in his hands a majority of the time. And I don't think it'll be a runaway win, but I think he'll win. Um, nonetheless. Does he have the most asked of him? Or does I think. Let's see, who's the, he got by him? Three. He's got Terry Rozier yeah, and Gordon Hayward. Devontae. And Devontae. Like, they're not expected to be a playoff or good team, whereas the Warriors have like a top three arguably player in the league. They, and they need to get back to that championship. They level. don't They don't really consider how your team's going in this award, though. No, no, consider. but I just mean, does he have... Yeah, the most. I guess pressure. in terms of the calibre of players around him, he doesn't have great players, so he's probably going to have to step up yeah. a bit more. In yeah. saying that, I know what you're saying about Golden State because James Wiseman, he's going to have to do a hell of a lot for, for them this year. Well, likewise with the Timberwolves, yep. the team who has one of the best big men, um, an incredible scorer in D-Russ as well. Yeah, but no, I'm with you. Great pick. Yeah, and I just want to throw a little, um, little f- couple of fun facts, two fun facts. If he was to Hopefully win... Fun. He'd become the fifth straight point guard to win Rookie of the Year. That's fun. Brogdon, That's actually a big step. Brogdon, mm-hmm. Simmons, Luca, uh, and Morant. And another fun fact, beginning with D-Rose in 2009, nine of the last 12 Rookie of the Years have been point guards. You and Kawhi are like brothers, aren't you? Fun guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good. No, and no, we, were, we were talking about like defensive player of the year only being catered to the big man. What about <laughs> rookie of the year only to point guards? I didn't yeah, even know that's that. That's a pretty telling start. Yep. Uh, my pick. Yep. Well, I I, was, I wanted to go for him. I've given him number two. Okay. My guy Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, I so thought he'd be up there two. for you. He's up yeah. there. But I've gone Killian Hayes. Yeah, another now, one you've raved about. Another one. Yeah. I think you'll – I think initially they're going to just, you know – Ram home, Derek Rose and Blake Griffin really look to increase their trade value. Yep. Um, but I think after that, and even initially, I think Hayes 
Like, no one's expecting anything of the Piston to do. All of be about developing Killian Hayes and Sadiq Bay, so I think he will be really given the reins to this team, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know really for the I guess rookie of the year they don't care how many wins you get it's more I guess how you go if you put up numbers and yep. I think in this position he will put up numbers. It's a solid pick. Um, I've gone with Denny. Denny and yeah, Ad- 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 not mad with this one. Mm. I think he's so nice. Ad- Probably. Well, look at the Advia. resident Wizards fan here. Let us know about it early. I think it's at Denny Advia. I think okay. that's what I call him. I'll just be calling him Denny the same as Denny. I call Luca Luca. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you can say Don Chichi. Yeah. Oh, I can, but it's easier to say Luca. But anyway, <laughs> I just think I, I don't think we realise how beneficial it is for these players to come through the Euro League into the NBA. Um, he's played in the Euro League for the last four years um, in the Israeli League, and he's won the MVP award and also the Israeli League Player of the Year, which is a huge feat. Very it's, reminiscent of Luca, isn't it? This is what I'm thinking. Pathway and the awards. Exactly what I'm thinking, but probably not to the extent that Luca is. <laughs> but he, he, it sort of shows good good signs. Um, and the other thing is, I was surprised he wasn't drafted higher. He was potentially meant to be a top four to five pick. I think he ended up going out to nine, which is quite late in my opinion, but I think there's mm. less pressure on him now. Yep. I think he'll get plenty of minutes for the Wizards. I think he th- there could be even be a chance that he starts for them. We're not really too sure yet. I'm unsure if he started today. I might need to check that. I don't think so. I follow the Wizards page, and I think they announced their lineup. They didn't play today. Didn't they? Oh, no, okay, but today. but but even but even if um, he doesn't start, he'll still be getting plenty of minutes off the bench. What might hurt him, which um, I could see happening potentially, is that the Wizards have zero nationally televised games, <laughs> which means that he won't get as much exposure as just say a James Wiseman who has fourteen nationally televised games with the Warriors. That's a great. That's a really great point you make, isn't it? Because he won't that's get as much I'll, exposure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's dumb. But yeah. it, it does really come into consideration. And, yep. again, LaMelo will take a hit from that, Killian Hayes. So yep. Wiseman, in that sense, is a good bet. Let me, there you go. Sorry, I'm, I'm done. Uh, let me go to LaMelo, though. A bit. Mate, we've had enough LaMelo. No, time. and we back got, to odds and ends. We've got a scoring title to go. <laughs> he got listed as 6-8 this, this um, six, past eight, week. Yeah. yeah, That's one inch under Ben Simmons. Are we no. forgetting this guy is younger than me? It's depressing, isn't it? Are we, think, it is are we forgetting that Giannis is the same age? Actually, I think he's younger than me. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but I'm getting into that age where all these six, eight basketball players are younger than me, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. yeah Welcome to the real world. Yep. Had things have gone a little bit different genetically, we could have yep. all been six, eight, and won MVP yep. awards by now. I'm so we? excited right. for LaMelo, though. Honestly. All right, fellas, we got two to go. I'm so going to be talking about him a lot this second this second season of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Good, we look forward to that. I'm yeah. sure the listeners are too. Scoring yep. title, fellas. Yep. I'll kick us off. Go Scoring. I didn't have this one up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you read the messages oh, we put in the group? I have MVP in that. Do you, do you, do you have us on mute? <laughs> dribble group. I think he does. My goodness. Scoring title is in. Who's going to score the most okay. points in the season? Okay. I've got Dame Lillard. Yep. Uh, I think mm. again. I'm going to spoil it, kind of. I could have given him MVP. I didn't. But I think this year is, like, Portland need to bounce back after last year. Western yep. Conference Finals the year before. Could see him easily being a plus 33 points per game scorer. Yep. The range he's got is just... I think he's overtaken Steph to a certain extent. Um, I mean, him Steph's and Trey, been out of the game. Well, absolutely. Yeah, true. But the way he just pulls up with such confidence is... 
Like, he can do it all, and he will be... Like, they've got CJ, they've got other capable players, but Dame is the driving force on the team. Yep. So I think he will collect it. What do you think he's averaging this year? Um, he said, didn't you say 33? Yeah, if, 33? You to, if you want me to give an actual number... Yep. I think... Cause he's he's, he's going to put up plenty of 50s, a couple of 60s probably, I'll say... 35. Jesus 35, okay. Christ. Oh, that's big. Yeah. That, that's, that is big, that is isn't big. it? I'll I'll go. Go. But I'll you've go. got to make these calls. You do. I'll go. Yeah. Oh, the, you'll I'll go. go. I've you got you it already. Yeah. Yep. JH right. is okay. my one. James Harden, because last year he was averaging at some 1.40 points. Wasn't, Dude, wasn't that one of when we did our crystal ball episode? Yeah. I think he was 37, 38 yeah. at the time, and I said one of my gazing into the crystal ball is he'll get up to 40. Yeah. Did not happen, uh, but yeah. He I'm nearly, it was like 30. He's close, yeah. But, and that was with Westbrook on the team. Now he's got John Wall, who won't be predominantly is scoring. He John Wall? No, oh, James Harden. Oh. I think he is. I think he's staying in Houston. Oh, we'll see. Um, either way, I think he will be. Um, James Harden, that's no, hard. No. Right. My, my pick's de- dependent on if James Harden stays at the Rockets. Um, I've gone with him. Um, he's won it for the last three years, and I think he'll make it a fourth year in a row. Um, he's averaged 35 points over the last two seasons, which is massive. No that's, voters fatigue in this one, is I there? I don't think so. I, well, <laughs> no, there's no voter <laughs> whatsoever. That, didn't I? You did. Um, <laughs> I just can't see anyone else producing that much of that much consistency on the offensive end, particularly now that, as Lee was mentioning before, you've got John Wall as the pass for a type point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, he, he'll lock it down for a fourth season, which will be a huge achievement. It's, it's not even consistency, though, because he puts up that many shots. Yeah, it's just because it. he puts up so many yeah. shots that he gets Oh, yeah, them. I'm not talking consistency no. in terms of efficiency. I'm talking uh, okay. consistency in just terms of put points. put up numbers. Made, yeah. God, he puts up a lot of shots on his Puts up a lot of free throws, too. Yeah. Fellas, let's move ahead. The last final category, the big, the big one, the big one, the MVP. Yep. Ooh, who wants to take it? You want me to? Yeah, go for it. No, do we? Okay. Well, kick us off. You're, Nick, you're gonna hate it just because I think you don't like him and you don't like their team. But it's, you're gonna, I was about, I was about to say, yeah. But, um, and I don't know if you do like him or not, but it's Giannis. I think he'll three peat it. This guy, look at it. Look at his oh. face, right? <laughs> this guy's twenty-five years old. What is telling us that he's going to slow down? There's literally nothing that tells us or indicates that he's slowing down. Mm. He's arguably the best player in the league right now. There's not much I have to say in the way of convincing you guys, because you guys and the audience, because you see what he does. He's proved himself. Um, you know, on his on his defensive end, his drive, his post-up game's amazing. And also to add to that, this year he's or this in twenty twenty one after this season his contract and so he's gonna no he's extension al- signed yet is it? He's already proved himself, but he's gonna play better to get a better payday. And if he does three peat, he'd be the second person to do it behind Larry Bird from the nineteen eighty four to eighty six season. I think you could chop off his leg at this point, and he's still getting the max deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. uh, yeah but he, no, uh, he's still gonna play out his skin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Roy, you or I, who won? Oh. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, I, no, I think we I might know, have the same. I know. It's, oh, it is. Might. This is, yeah. I think Giannis is actually finishing second this year, and in front of him I think I've got Luka Doncic. The Don. The Don. The Don, um, that's both of us. Yeah. It's it's the award that it's one of the awards that I was thinking the longest and hardest about just due to the fact that there's so many potential players who could win it. You think about, obviously, Giannis, LeBron will be up there, Dame Lillard, as you were mentioning before. 
But I think a lot of the time with the MVP, it comes down to the narrative yep. that's written for them. And I think he's in a perfect position. Um, he's in his third year now. Third year, yeah. Which it, it's be an incredible story if he won it in his third year coming out of... Could average a triple-double this season. What, last year averaged near on 29, 9 and 9. Phenomenal. That's, that's incredible Phenomenal. in your third season. And I think, sorry, just yep. not to cut you off, the point you just made about LeBron, yep. I think he'll rest a lot more. Hard. And I think the storyline fact of, again, we've mentioned it, and it, I don't I think, I think, don't think uh, Giannis is it, the passing of the torch. Yep. We had... MJ to Kobe, Kobe think to LeBron. LeBron to AD. To no, I think it's to Luca, ah. the face of the league. <laughs> because I, I don't think Giannis, he, he could have been it the last year or two, mm. the MVP. I don't think he's that guy, and I think it's transitioning to Luca. Yep. I think all the storylines and, and his incredible play as well are pointing towards him, and I think this could be the coronation this year. 100% agree. The other thing is, as I was mentioning before with the nationally televised games, yes. Dallas with 14 nationally televised games, it's equal second in the league. The US media will absolutely rave about Luka Doncic, and rightly so as well. I think mm-hmm. he's going to have an outstanding season. He'll get plenty of exposure, and I think he'll take it out. Well, let's, I guess it's, it's not a solid metric, yep. but if we look 10 years ahead and we look at all the kids in the world... I reckon there'll be a lot more Lucas running around than Giannis's. Just that's based on, to mean. I think a lot of people are going to start calling their kid Luca. I yep. think he's like people just love him. It's and a better name than Giannis. It is true, but he's, reckon, he's a media darling. Do you reckon that's because he doesn't have a huge ego and he's quiet? I don't think Giannis does. No, no, I no, no he doesn't. Does but either. I think oh, I just find Luca more he's, relatable. No, he's more just wholesome. Yes, <laughs> he's but, quite. Yeah, I, he's humble. I, I, and I, I hope he does. I think. A guy in his third year, he's oh, – I tell you what, he, we've spoken about it before and it was kind of a bold call. Yeah. He could certainly, when his career is one and done, mm. be in that kind of Mount Rushmore of players. Yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah. The, at the current trajectory, he's – like he's just going – improving each year. How many players in their third year would you say, oh, this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer, Mount Rushmore type player? <laughs> Not many, I don't think. And yeah, no. I, I just – how old is AD? Because I twenty-seven. Think, uh, I was going to say because he still has a bit of ability to be the face of the league. Because I'm saying I have a crystal oh, ball yeah. right now. I think LeBron. There's no slowing LeBron down, but I think he will reduce his um, his usage of the ball. I think and his game time. I will. think his assists will be not skyrocketed, but they'll go up maybe two or three on average. And I think um, AD will have a lot of the ball this year. LeBron's assists will go average up. Two or three more yeah, from last year, yeah, they're, where they're, he led the league yeah. in all time. How many was hot. it? He was at like what a game, like eleven or twelve or something. Yeah. Jesus, I, I Jesus Christ! I think he will. Though. He's just turned into John Stockton. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, that's my crystal ball. Can I just Ooh. mention though, with Luca quickly, it's going to be very dependent on where the Mavs finish up at the end of the season. True. If they're first or fourth, I reckon he's almost a given to win it. That's it. If hey. they're below that, I think it might be one of the you know Giannis, AD, maybe even Dame Lillard, LeBron. And again, there's the Giannis fatigue. I think there's no storyline this year unless he averages forty sixteen. I, what was the bloody storyline this year? I did him like he their did regular season was incredible. Okay, this year. fellas, it has no real storyline. We've still got Entertainment Weekly to go. That was a huge shift, um, guys. We would love for you to to dispute us on these. So yeah. be sure to reach out to our socials or, or try to dispute me. Honestly, <laughs> try. Maybe. You'll get your head ripped into. Maybe we should run a poll who had overall the best. 
Oh, um, we Jesus. already know who it is. I don't know. I don't know who the voters would this resonate guy. with. This guy. guy, and I'm pointing two thumbs at myself. <laughs> this guy, Ro, he's, he's had the week off. He's come back an absolute bundle of energy. Oh, he's, isn't he? He, he rates himself now. Jesus. He's had a bit of time to think over the week off. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a big dog here. I know what I'm, I'm talking about, player. he says. Okay. Excellent, fellas. <laughs> well, speaking of the big dog Lee and his... You know, brain power, I guess, to some extent. So let's bring in Entertainment Weekly. Oh, here we go. This week, I have the song. Movie. Uh, m- movie will we'll do yeah. with a little wink. Oh, it's a documentary. Uh, and uh, Ray, you have I've the got TV the TV show. show, yeah. Beautiful. So let's, I'll, I'll kickstart us with the song. Now, the song is, it's the consensus favourite. Everyone loves the song, don't they? Depending don't, on what song it is, mate. I always feel a lot of pressure here because I know, you know, you guys don't resonate with John Farnham. Um, no, I liked that's okay. your last For one. all of our American listeners, be sure to check out John don't, Farnham, don't. Australian icon. Do yourself a favour and don't do that. This week, though, I've not gone for him. Good. I've gone for it. I think you'll like it, Lee. I'm nervous. I, th- I, I dare say you guys would have heard it, released just recently. Okay. It's got a bit of a house vibe to it by Italian group. Medusa, with the Irish powerful vocals of Dermot Kennedy. Audio, yeah. Really enjoying this one at the minute. You know, you go for a run, go to the gym. It's called Paradise. Okay. Um, have you guys heard it? Heard the Coldplay version. Yeah, you can't say I've heard this <laughs> Irish version you're on about. Here, okay, let me kickstart. Here we go. When's the beat dropping, Nick? It's coming. Oh. It's got a bit of a funky beat to it. I think you're at the gym. Going for a run. Oh, oh this is club vibes. Isn't it? Yeah. House vibes, yeah. club vibes. Fast forward another 12 hours and this will be you. Oh, yeah. Look, uh, look, look. Now, I- I don't mind it, Nick. I don't mind it at all. I feel like, like I felt like I've played this in the car just recently. Yeah. yeah, and we're all enjoying it. We were all enjoying it. Like Lee, you're a tough critic. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's it's a fine song. It's just a such a typical you song. How so? I thought typical would be John Farnham. No, or... typical you is you'll get in your car and you'll put on something that sounds like you're either in, <laughs> at the beach or in the club, and it's such like a white girl drinking vodka with lemonade song. Wow! Like, it's, wow! It's, when anticipating this kind of feedback, like typical. Have you guys, um, like Medusa? I guess shot to fame with piece of piece of your heart last year. Yeah. Um. Oh, was that? Um. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dermot Kennedy, he was at Falls last year. Did you see him late? No, I didn't uh, You would have heard a few of his songs. I tell you what, this guy, like in this song, they're illustrated in certain parts, but you check out some of his other songs, he's got some powerful vocal yeah. chords. That piece of your heart song's good. I forget how it goes. Though. Yeah. Give us a verse, Nick. I can't no, think of it. Was, it's such like <laughs> yeah, a... such a song... Uh, song we know, but it doesn't actually say piece of your heart. But this it? is, if you're... You know, this is a song you want to turn up a bit, go for a run or whatever. Yep. It's um. It gets you going, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It does. So, what do you reckon? Is it is it a pass for me uh, this week, Lee? Flat. It, it's just flat really? on like no, no, the no, middle. No, just think about it. Think of some of the songs that Nick's put up in the past. Oh, I'm talking, I'm talking oh. Johnny Farnham, Jimmy Barnes type Goodness. songs. Okay. Compared well, I think to it was, that, I think it's good considering. Okay. Well. Ah. Oh. I've got to wait another couple of weeks till I get another crack at it, don't I? I can't Please. know how the piece of your heart. You could have just played the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they wanted, tune. They it's wanted a tune. my rendition. Uh, Lee, you, you take this away. So I have a movie. I 
I don't bloody, I don't really watch movies anymore, and I try to if I have one coming up, but I haven't really had time. Not but enough hours in the day, is there? It actually isn't. I tell you what, I did have time to watch, and it's going in my movie slot. I don't even care. It was LeBron James on the Road Tripping podcast, or oh, not this. podcast, but it was on YouTube. We're just uh, making up the categories as we go <laughs> with Richard Jefferson and uh, Shannon Fry and Ali Clifton, yeah. and he he from this I found out that LeBron is going to be maybe not he's probably not going to go into media after his season because he probably doesn't want to but I think he's going to be a good person to just tune in to not tune in but just to you know what I mean just chime in he's such such a confident confident speaker though the thing I liked about this and I watched both the episodes as well was that he was with two of his championship teammates obviously Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry but the other thing is they had a bottle of wine so mm. as the episode went on he was it beca- Dwayne Waits uh no I don't think no, it was uh-huh. uh correction LeBron James had his bottle of t- sponsored tequila there of course oh, he did. yeah it was tequila as well but as the episode yeah. went on he became more open with his thoughts as he was drinking yeah that's what I'm saying that's what <laughs> I'm like saying. us Lee at the moment our episode probably started maybe a little more uptight but it's becoming looser and looser isn't it so as the episode went on they asked him about the Kyrie Irving comments and yeah. he gave his honest thoughts on that. Whereas at the start of the interview, before he'd he even had have. a sip, he maybe would have been a bit more reserved with, with his answer. My favourite bit was he was, like, thanking all his teammates that had, um, like, left the Lakers. He was like, thank you. It's everyone, like, Javel. Yeah. And he thought Quinn, Quinn Cook was leaving. He didn't. But And then um, Richard Jefferson was like, cools. He was like, shut <laughs> up, man. Cools are He's got such a good rapport with his teammates, yeah. LeBron. Yeah. And, like, it, it is incredible what he's doing on and off the court. The way he's able to juggle not only being arguably the greatest player of all time, being able to manage the locker room, being able to manage the media. You know, he started his the school. He's doing everything mm. off the court as well. Yep. He's making movies. Um like, I guess people kind of get sick to a certain extent of us raving about him, but it's well warranted nah. because, you know, there's probably no one else in history. Michael was a different case. Um, what do you mean a different like case? LeBron's doing, like, we saw in the uh, in the Last Dance documentary um, with the racial, you know, parliament yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that, Michael kind of oh, stepped yeah. away, but... LeBron's open and willing to attack everything. Is it just yeah. me, or do do you guys think that off the court um, stuff goes into the goat talk? Uh yes and no. Oh, because yeah. I want to no, have this. I want to have this debate so, no. at one point. We but... do need a full episode, don't we? Yeah, because it we is do. something that, and it's again, it's another one that's so hard to, I guess, wane on until LeBron's finished. And I think yeah. it does go into the debate, the off the court stuff. So does that, without going into it, tilt you towards LeBron? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it on that. Maybe contact. actually. We, maybe we, we need an episode for it. But we uh, do. Carry on with Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. I've got um the TV show this week, and I've got a TV show called Silicon Valley. Don't mm. know if you guys have heard of it. I've no. heard it. I haven't watched it. Um. So basically, it's a story of five programmers who are living in Silicon Valley in San Francisco, which is like the tech hot spot, and um where all these new apps and technology is being created um so basically the, the fo- these five programmers are trying to make their way in silicon valley and um trying to make a name for themselves i guess and trying to you know come up with a successful application um and then one of the main characters richard comes up with a 
revolutionary data compression app, um, which is unheard of, um, and he puts it out there for investors in Silicon Valley to fund, which I'm only assuming that this is what happens um, in Silicon Valley. That's how it goes, isn't it? Um, and it just show, it's it is a comedy and it's sort of like a sitcom, but it's a good storyline of of how he comes up with this amazing app and you've got all these rats and money hungry competitors in Silicon Valley trying to um, steal it off you and trying to come up with their own competitive, competitive, I guess, application, which um, I guess in turn um, throws your your own respective um, application in the trash. But it's a, it's a really funny show. So witty. Um, people have called it the Big Bang Theory for adults, which I think is an absolute insult to, to this TV show. So don't be deceived by those comments. It is about a few nerdy guys, but um, it's much funnier and much more well thought this out. This guy's not a fan of the Big Bang Theory. No, no, no. Hey, you don't all. like that? No. No, I'm no. a big fan. But I guess, I guess for us at the moment, it kind of ties in, doesn't it, to a certain extent we're really looking to grow something, grow a brand, grow a product. 100%, yeah. Um, and, you know, for as successful as you can get, it yeah. can so easily come down. And I guess just trying to navigate, I guess, for the most part, pretty murky waters yeah. um, gives a good insight into that, it sounds like. Is this on Netflix? Uh, I don't think it's on Netflix. I've got the box set of it. Oh, um, right. But you can stream it in at a few different places, I think, but it's certainly not on Netflix. But I think you're right, Nick, in, in ter- and particularly in terms of trying to put your own product out there, which is unique and individual to everyone That's else's, it. and then, you know, obviously having to um, keep many, it off. How other- many basketball pod- pro- blah, podcasts are there? Like, there's heaps, isn't there? And oh, people don't even know. You like, have to come up with your own your own shit, really. And especially, like, we spoke about a little earlier today, Ro, um, and I said how we started this podcast about... 13, 14 months ago. Yeah. Um, and I said I wish I'd have done it a few years ago when yep. the market wasn't quite as saturated. But now when I did start, it was more so. So I guess it's, it's trying to find an alleyway that kind of separates you from, from the clutter. It um, does, yeah. So this sounds like a perfect show just trying to... I think you'd really enjoy it. It's yeah. both funny, but it's got a really good storyline as well and quite easily relatable in terms of trying, particularly as you said, we've just created our own podcast and trying to... I don't know, come up with a product that is unique and individual but a, a, appeals to other people, I guess. That's it. While we're on the topic of streaming well, services, well. if any of our listeners have a spare account on their stand, I'd love to because <laughs> I oh, don't have it. God. Fancy right, well, that. As Lee, being, you're trying to use please, your influence hit now. Hit me up, please. <laughs> Where can they find you, Lee? Liam Hancock on Instagram. Just no You're in our bio in the no Daily spaces. Dribble, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, Hit me up and follow me. Geez, look at you. And Come t- on, TikTok's man. Lee Burger. Oh, L.I. Burger. Goodness. Well, <laughs> that's probably no better note to end Entertainment Weekly. Uh, so I guess recapping that, I had the song... By Medusa feet Dermot Kennedy Paradise. I had um the I had the YouTube video. There's, it's a two parter. It was LeBron James on um, road tripping. Jeez, we're we're really loose with these categories. Well, these moves days, yeah. can be. I think we, yeah, we might have to like the song's going to stay. We might have to come up with Mo- a couple of broader ca- categories. Movie yeah. you can do movie um, and podcast, and then show you can do... Can we have a board document, game category? Documentary yeah. or show. A board what? game category? Board game category? No, oh. we cannot. Oh, come on, man. You're creating categories. Who's <laughs> the, uh... can I am the category. Who's, I, who, who's oh, love true. child's this? True. This is mine. I make oh, the show. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. 
And I had Silicon Valley as the TV show, well worth a watch. Brilliant, fellas. We're a bit over an hour into the piece. It has been an action-packed episode. Loved having you back, Lee. We got the band back together once more. Yep. Um, I guess giving you guys some clarity on the next couple of weeks. Next week, we are going to... Big episode. It's a huge episode. We're going to give you our season, uh, I guess, standings predictions for the year. Here's a spoiler. First in the West for Nick. Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> um, you might recall last year, if you've been with us since the inception of the podcast, I did this episode last year. I did a huge episode. Like, it was my second ever episode. So funny. It was like two hours long, <laughs> yeah, and it, and it so got funny. deleted. Um, I lost it all. So I did one on the fly. But this year, we got all three of us. First time doing this. Uh, we're going to bring... God, there might not be time for Entertainment Weekly odds and ends. It might just be a full. No, we'll have to. We always we'll, we'll in. find time. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's just got to be a quick odds and end. It's going to be a huge episode. So make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast to get that one as soon as it drops. Uh, keep up to date with our socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. If you haven't already, be sure to check out our YouTube video we uploaded during the week, mm. uh, where we kind of had our our four guest speakers on last week's show. We've got the video footage of that now. Yep. And be sure to subscribe, like, do all that fun stuff. Really helps your your boys out. It does indeed. Guys, big episode, wasn't it? How are we feeling? Huge. Well, this time next week, we're only going to be a few days from the beginning of the regular season, so really exciting times. Speaking of really exciting times, here in Tasmania where we are, Lee, the clubs are back open, dancing's on. Am I going to see you on the D floor tonight? I don't think a lot of them are, so I'll have to look into it. Okay, well. You're going to be there, though. I'll take one for the team. Yeah, good stuff. Promote the pod. Promote the podcast. That's what it's all about Get into the DJ's ear and ask if you can play our intro. (laughs) We're going to upload this now. Oh, speaking of which, we've got some exciting things coming in the next few weeks, some certain... I guess you could say, not rebranding, but some certain things in the works. Subtle changes. Um, We're going to put this episode up now. If you listen to it and you get it as soon as it drops and you see me in the club tonight, <laughs> come up, get in my face, get oh, all about it with the Daily Dribble. Ask for my autograph because I know you want it. I will be there. Get a picture with me. We'll put it on the socials and she'll be on. Tell me too. Your shameless. We'll be on. We'll be on, oh. Louie. And, we, need um, a, we need a Daily Dribble fellas night out. We need a Christmas party. Oh, absolutely. Don't we? And also... Um, Go on into sport and check out their stuff before Christmas. Yes, yeah, very. Nick and check out our poster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. center point near Dimmix. Good stuff, fellas. Lee, you signing out, buddy? Uh, unless you have anything else to say, like you usually <laughs> do. <laughs> think. No. Have a good hard think about it. I think that's all I've got today. Yep. Uh, that's good. all from me. I don't have any witty witty quotes or witty things to say, but that's Lee signing out. Uh, it's nice to have Lee back. It's good to have the band back together, as you said. And yep, next week we'll be. That much closer to the NBA season starting. Looking forward to it. Guys, enjoy it. Enjoy the preseason games that are on at the minute, and we look forward to coming at you with another hot episode next week. I'm about to get $20 from Nick from beating him in 2K right now. I'll see you later, guys. All right, mate. Love you. Bye. Hey, shout out to Daily Chip. That was true. You're going to have to go ahead and see what they know. That was all the time. It ain't no Roma City news. We're going to make it drop, 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 tie.